Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey again, it's Ryan. And this is Lucas. And we are back with another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders. That is the name of our podcast. Yep, in case you guys uh, hadn't picked up on that one yet. (laughs) Episode 59. (laughs) Here is the name of our podcast, just so you didn't know. Plus that that beautiful girl tells you at the beginning. Yeah. With her very, very, very sharp She was awesome. She is We're going to tell you where where we found her. Uh, Eventually. Yeah. We might get around to that. Might, maybe. (laughs) It's called foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to give you some uh, interesting tips today as it relates to direct booking versus booking on a platform. Okay. Uh, What does that mean? Well, when you you book on a platform, you're booking through Airbnb, VRBO, or some other platform like that. A direct booking means you made a reservation that didn't involve the help of any of the big companies. You did it on your own and you made an agreement with a person, quote unquote, on the side, so to speak. Now... I just made it sound like a real casual affair, okay? But you can take direct booking extremely seriously and you can create your own website to collect booking details and to book reservations and time on your calendar, on your listing with uh, no fees involved from one of the platforms. Um, There are risks and there are rewards to doing so. Uh, First thing I just mentioned, there's no service fees for you or the guest. The guest is going to pay you directly, and the only fees involved is going to be basically what is referred to when you do a transaction with a credit card. It's, it's, it's a processing fee. Yep. Now, um, I have had experience in the direct booking space as it relates to working person-to-person with somebody who has already booked with me once. Lucas, on the other hand, um, has an actual direct booking website, isn't that correct? Yes. Yep. Okay, so you're, if someone searched uh, for, you know, a rental in Daytona Beach, they could theoretically find your website, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, have you opted at this moment in time to, for instance, use some Google Pay Per Click to generate traffic to that site? I have not. Okay. Some people do that though, right? They are literally driving traffic to a website to get bookings. And the reason that I didn't do that, and I'll I'll explain this, is you know I don't you know I don't think Ryan, you don't have a website, do you? I don't need one. Yeah. So yeah. you know his his market and his clientele for guests is a little bit different than mine. You know, mine's vacation rental. So my my first um, luxury vacation. Rentals. Yeah, luxury vacation rentals. My people are on vacations too. Don't throw them under the bus. Okay. I'm just kidding. The difference <laughs> is he's in luxury rentals, and I'm in urban environments, you know, that are not on the, the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's beautiful sunsets here, but you got to get to the roof of the building to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Climb, out the, climb out the upstairs window, sit That's on right. the roof. <laughs> exactly. All right, so my first nugget of information here is make sure Nuggy. that you are... You're always collecting the emails of your guests from VRBO and Airbnb. Yeah. If, is, if your objective is to if your direct objective book. is to direct book. Now, I think that. And why do you say that? Because they tend to return to correct. that location. Yep. Um, it'll make your life easier if you have a vacation rental and people like it. You, at some point in time, especially if you have multiple, 
um, my phone blows up. I mean, since I've gotten Ryan's off, I've had like five, four or five people contact me like, do you have dates available for these? You know, and I used to have to send out leases and go do quotes. And, and now I'm just like, hey, here, go to my website, look at the dates available, look and see if there's any units that fit your criteria. If there's not, So hold on. Anything. You said something really small that's actually a really huge deal there. From your site, they see the available dates. Yes. It loads your calendar. Yes. Now, you've programmed this. The site does this for you, but you have it programmed to take the Airbnb calendar for that listing. Yes. And the VRBO calendar. Yes. Bring them into one place. Yep. And if there's an overlap of one platform versus the other, which you are pretty much 50-50 on a lot of these, right? Yeah. So it, it will show just booked. It won't care where it's from. And it will It'll give you booked. available dates. Yeah. So That's beautiful. Setting up the direct booking stuff is, you know, at first I obviously didn't want to spend a ton of money on it. That just isn't my It motive. wasn't big, right? It at, wasn't at big enough. It didn't drive in enough traffic. Um, but now it's to the point where it could obviously generate not me. Maybe I could charge the the owners a little bit of a service fee there to use me, you know, because Airbnb is charging a guest 12% or, mm-hmm. you know, so if I charge the guest, you know, or the guest gets it free, maybe we mitigate that um, in the middle. And instead of the guest being charged 12%, maybe they get charged a 5% service fee yeah. and you take that for yourself. Yeah. You yeah. know, but uh, anyways, with the with the direct booking side, you know, you have API integration, which is a typically a channel manager. You're on Logify or Owner Res, or in my case, I'm with Logix, and we'll get into is that, that with an X. Uh, yes, with an X. Okay. So you have Logify and Logix. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. Logif- they're both two separate companies. Cost for Logix is it a hosting fee or is it a per listing fee? It's a per listing fee. Okay, they all so- are. Okay. Yep, they're all per listing fees, but you'll get into price bands. So yep. I know that Owner Res and uh, Logify, I think, you know, they have, one, you know, one through five and then five through ten. And then, you know, so if you have five units, you're going to be paying the same amount as ten units. And Logix does it the same, but it's cheaper. And it was a it was a plugin for your website that's configured. So step one, have a website. Yeah, step one, have a website. Step two, this plugin. This plugin. And it starts driving in all the calendars yes. based on your listing codes. Correct. Okay. And I'll tell you a mistake that I made. I am not a big fan of the, I, my first, uh, my first website used the MotoPress Hotel plugin. And, um, which is, it's, it's just a plugin online that allows you to basically integrate your website as, as a hotel. Okay. Right. And, and put up different listings, different rooms available. So and, it's kind of like a, a template to work on. Yes. Got it. It's just not super, Great, and and a lot of people will end up finding that plugin um, because everything else is. Pay- I mean, MotoPress Hotel, it, it is a paid for plugin. It, it costs hundreds of dollars to have, several hundred dollars to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but you couldn't really API integrate. You know, if I changed the prices on my website, they didn't change on Airbnb. Um, and you had mm. to, you had to- so hold on. So this this other one, Logics. Yes. If I'm hearing you right, are you now from one location changing pricing on all platforms? Yes. Well, no, that's that's a game changer. That's huge because yeah. otherwise you're you're not only is you're it, going to three locations otherwise, and you know, God forbid, in the process of changing, you get booked at the one that's now still a cheaper number, or whatever, you know, for holidays and Daytona 500 correct. type events. Well, I basically just had my website as flat fees for mm-hmm. certain things. I never changed the price in there because it was such a hassle to go add a season, add a rate yeah. to each unit. You know, it wasn't something that could quickly, easily be done. Yeah. Um, and when you say flat rate, you mean, I'm just going to make it so high that if someone finds it, it doesn't matter if it's a peak season or not, I'm going to be okay. Yes. Right? So you <laughs> just finding, go high. I'm finding a mutual number that I think is fine. Right. Um, 
for no not only what. the events but the off season. That right. I don't have to go back there and lower it. If somebody books it, cool. If they don't book it, I don't care. Right. Um, but I was able to use what they call the iCal calendar links, and that's where you can go to the import export section of VRBO and Airbnb and grab the calendar mm-hmm. link itself, mm-hmm. and basically do a round robin circle where you link mm-hmm. all calendars. You go to VRBO and you yep. link your Airbnb yep. calendar. You go to your website, you link both, and you go mm-hmm. to Airbnb and you link. Mm-hmm. This one with that one. Make sure they're all talking to each other. So, guys, if you're if you're doing a VRBO and an Airbnb uh, booking and you don't have a direct booking site, you still need to make sure those calendars are talking to each other. And I have heard the best way to do that is by utilizing a Google Calendar in the middle. So you have the Airbnb calendar report to the Google Calendar for available dates, and you have the VRBO calendar report to the Google Calendar, and they both are looking at that one calendar because they're both dumping in. If that makes sense. Yes. So that's that redundancy that you're talking about. It's the same thing. Okay, it's a really big deal that you don't get double bookings, and it sounds to me like Logix is making certain of that. Now that you don't uh, double yes, book, correct? And the eight, see the iCal calendar link is about a two-hour link, so there is a time period where you could get double booked if you're using iCal, and that's the that's same. That's not good. That's, that's Google. That, that is Google. That is going to happen a lot. Correct. You. It is possible. I've had people. I've had never had. I've had a double booking, but not because of that reason. But. Uh, I could have had a double booking because of that reason. So when you're going to look for a channel manager is what they call it, or vacation rental software, yeah. the API integration is crucial because that is seconds. That yes. Your your, your uh, property is available for double booking. Um, and so it, it's never going to happen. But in doing so, you're going to pay a vacation rental software not only a per month fee, but you're probably going to pay them a per reservation fee of anywhere between half of 1% or 1% okay. for VRBO and Airbnb bookings. Um and that's just because they're probably paying a fee to be able to API mm-hmm. integrate with VRBO oh, and 100%. Airbnb. 100%. VRBO and Airbnb aren't giving that up on uh, for free. Correct. So on And on OwnerRes, you have a property management. I've only ever looked at Logify, OwnerRes, and Logix. Those were the three big ones that came out to me. I've, I've kind of touched on a couple of the other ones, but they just, they just weren't, um, what do you want to call it? They didn't have that easy... Uh, user interface yeah, when yeah. I went into looking. Logify will let you set up a website. I wasn't too keen on their themes that they had, and I wanted to be able to import the website I had already built because I'd already spent money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, OwnerRes, same thing. You wanted a website, they could give you one. More money, um, obviously, for you know on the top. So you're paying $40, $50, $60 a month for them to host and host and your website and, and you have to go build it. They're not building it for you. They're just saying, here's all of the plugins we've created that we have you and you can go plug them in. Mm-hmm. Um, Logix, however, will literally, and, and I think this is pretty cheap for what I know about creating my website. I If I could go back and redo it, I love my website to death and I've spent hours you know, making it and critiquing it to the way that I wanted it. But if I could go back and Logix said, Lucas, we'll build you a booking website for $1,250. I would say sign me up right now. This is what they do. And they'll have it live for you within three days, ready to take bookings, have your have your payment gateways set up, everything. Okay. Um, so you didn't do that the first time around. You had the site built with the help of uh, somebody off of Fiverr. Nugget. Nugget. Fiverr, by the way, kids, is a great place to go for things like logo design, music. I swear to God, we're not sponsored, but Ryan and I just enjoy Fiverr. It's been a it's been a big (laughs) one of us owns a significant amount of stock in Fiverr, but that's only because Motley Fool told me to. This isn't financial advice. (laughs) 
<laughs> Never is. <laughs> we say, go get that money. We don't care how you do it. <laughs> We're not advising you on uh, stock purchases. But full disclosure, I do own stock in Fiverr. But uh, I already own a stock in Fiverr when uh, I started using it. And Lucas and I actually used it for the cover art on this podcast. And the young lady that uh, does our voiceover, uh, she was also off of Fiverr. And believe it or not, the music for this podcast surprise was also found on fiverr my website the guy who designed it to the start found on fiverr the guy who helped me really learn my own website Mm -hmm. found on fiverr which by the way what is the domain for your website so folks can go see this daytona coastal rentals.com daytona coastal rentals.com got it um very good so if you guys want to go see this you'll see his website you can actually click through a potential reservation uh if you want to book with Lucas, go right ahead. Oh, go. <laughs> uh, but then you can go see what a logics-driven website looks like. Yeah. Now, the design of it, as we just explained, was elsewhere. What, what Lucas was emphasizing is logics for a fee of $1,250 will do it from start to finish. And, uh, and then here's you're a, set. Correct. Here's another nugget. So for me, I already had the website designed and built. Mm-hmm. So for $250, they will take their plug-in. And go into your back into your website and install their plugin and make your website look all pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, you cut a thousand dollars off the back end. If you already have a website, they yeah. will take your plugin and basically reroute everything around. So essentially, it's like adding a feature to a car. Uh, you already own the car. Yes. We're just adding it. Yeah. Um, Which I thought the twelve fifty is like buying the whole car. I thought that was a good deal too. It just saves me yeah. so much time. Time is money, guys, and that saved me a lot of time not having. Now with with when you import into Logics from. Uh, Airbnb, you can import your listings directly, which is huge. You don't have to go and create the listings all over again. There are a few things that don't import, you know, properly, so you got to go fix those things. But it'd take you a couple hours to go fix. You know, it took me a couple hours. Give me a good example of one of those things that they need to look for. Um, it'll import uh, like bedrooms. It'll ask you again how many bedrooms you have, got how it. many bathrooms. Okay. So some of the full. logistical little little you know, items. if they're uh, in in your master bedroom, do you have a king, a queen? Like, gotcha. but it imports. They've they've worked directly with Airbnb, so the most of the listing imported. Like I went through twenty listings in two hours. Okay. And fixed each one of them. Easy so, enough. you know, you got to add your amenities, but they have this cool button where if a lot of your listings are the same, like mine, you can copy, click copy, copy amenities copy. Yeah. and just go. Copy and it'll ask you to paste from which listing, and you're like, nice. "Cool, I'm going to paste it from this one because I know they're almost identical." Nice. In terms we of like that. efficiency. Yes. Everyone should. Everyone does. Great. That's that's some massively awesome information. Um, obviously, Lucas has a stronger uh, need for that uh, than than I do. Um, so we're we're leaning heavy on you, Lucas, on this well, episode. I, and I appreciate add, giving the. I had to add, add one more thing because I had said make sure you capture their email. You want to be able to email market back to these people. Mm-hmm. You know, just put them on a subscription list. Yep. Blast it. Blast if you have email. multiple listings, especially in the kind of space like Lucas is in, you you have no reason why you can't take your your vacation rental business to the next level by treating it like a real business in which you have a top level marketing plan. Okay. So, like from from Lucas's standpoint, when he first started doing direct bookings. Uh, without a direct booking site per se, he was only doing it with folks that had already rented once. Yes. Okay. Now, we need to explain and qualify uh, why he took that approach. When you are off of a platform, and, and what do we have? Uh, was it the previous episode, two episodes ago, uh, we had air cover, mm-hmm. an extension two of the host guarantee? Yeah. yeah. All right. So get this, guys. 
If you direct book because you meet somebody one time and they come back a month later, a week later, a year later, and they contact you, whether through Airbnb or they recorded your number down, you know, from the listing and, and from the from the booking previously, you're not going to have any guarantees or insurance. Okay, understand that fully. Safely. So there it is. I think I heard safely. Yeah. Where, was that? I don't know. I didn't hear it. Is it safely. So <laughs> get this, guys. If you combine the use of safely as your protection, your direct booking is the same as booking through a platform because now you're protected. You have that million dollars of coverage yep. that you get with Airbnb. Um, and as we just talked about in that previous episode, which is already more than... Having a safely umbrella is more than VRBO gives you in the first place. Yes. So um, be smart about it. You build your own site. You start marketing to some of these repeat folks. Um, you've got a cute little cottage somewhere that you know darn well people are going to come to once a year. You could find yourself, and there are folks, I know this from the mastermind groups I'm in, there are folks that have 52 weeks a year booked without the use of a platform at this juncture. Because they have 52 customers that come one week at a time. And that's not hard to get to, guys. I have a unit that is uh, that carries its own weight like that, where people come repeatedly all year long. Mm -hmm. You know, and I just ran into And we're talking unit. two, three weeks at a time kind of people? Yeah, they come. You know, it's my it's my nicest unit. And I don't think that you've seen it yet. But, um, it's probably those, always, always those, booked when I'm there. Those were the, uh, <laughs> those, that was a couple from Minnesota when I came oh, okay. up here. Very good. And um, Nice people, of course. Yeah. And uh, their, By unit, default. their unit is very well known and very well liked, and it's, it's very easy to book the property and, and keep it booked. So nice, nice. So, so guys, there's a there's a goal you can get to, and even if you have uh, a property that's not you know on the ocean or, or or in a mountain somewhere, and it's not a cute cottage in the woods, and it's it's just a house that that is in an urban area, um, there's a potential that there are folks that come in town repeatedly for business. Um, there is people that have family live nearby. Um, you know, there, there is a number of people that I reserve with, uh, that, that I've hosted who are simply in town because grandma and grandpa live nearby or flip that in reverse. It's grandma and grandpa staying at my place because the family that they're visiting grandchildren lives nearby. There's a lot of reasons people travel and it can be a repeat situation. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's end with this, um, as another pro, uh, let's say you took, a one-week booking and it was a thousand dollars and they're gonna be a repeat direct booking now if they were going through Airbnb or VRBO they would pay a 12 to 15 percent mm -hmm. service fee mm -hmm. to those platforms just split the difference with them they're saving money and you're making more money now right so a thousand dollar booking well, and let's give it a let's give an even deeper uh, case scenario uh, repeat again the cost of safely for a standard seven-day reservation at one of your condos um, just I, a rough number it's uh, eighty-seven bucks. Okay, so so on on a three hundred dollar night building unit listing, um, you're gonna have a twenty-one hundred dollars for that stay. Uh, if that's on B and B or on VRBO, you stack on a bunch of fees. The uh, person's gonna pay a cleaning fee, uh, and, and then all kinds of other fees to service fees and whatnot, and accommodation fees and all the BS mm -hmm. that goes in with. They get it way up there, you know, and they've got all these different fees. That twelve hundred turns into about fourteen, fifteen, real fast. Yep. So even if you charge uh, the monthly rate or the nightly rate, and then you have a fee, which I'm sure you can add on Logix, correct? Yep, you can. So you'll have your fee. Um, you account for the processing fee, which is, what did you say the, the credit card processing fee was? Uh, like Stripe, upper I think or it's like 2.2%. 2. 
2.8 for the process, the credit card processing fee is like 2.8. And that's through them. That's that's through. So you'll set it up on like PayPal or Stripe or one of the your Square. Okay, so it, so it is your processing account. It's your processing. Got it, got account. it, got it. So yeah. that can be okay. Got it. Um, which I'm familiar with because I, I take yes. credit cards at the remodeling company, but I don't deal with this other direct booking for Airbnb. So, um, so if you have a Square account, you have a Stripe account, etc., you put it in there. So you can account for that fee that's going to come out, yep. whether that be, you know, you can charge any number you want now that you, in a whole different topic, but you didn't used to be able to charge that fee. You had to build it into the product. You couldn't yes. charge it separately. Now you can. So um, charge your fee for that, which is, you know, call it 4% to make sure you're covered. And then you charge, uh, you can just call it a damage protection fee. I don't care what you call it. You can call it a... I mean, don't call it a security deposit. They I think they're getting it, it back. I just use it as an administrative fee. There you go. Perfect. I love it because yeah. then it, there's no debate about it. Yeah. If you called it a security deposit, they'd say, well, I didn't damage anything. I want that back. Yeah. Not getting it back, sweetie. Okay. It's gone. It went to Safely. Yeah. <laughs> they already billed me for it. So, yeah. so call it an admin fee. Heck, you could call it, well, the percentage of the processing changes, but the, the 100 bucks or the 80, 80 something yeah, that you're going to charge 100 for, it's going to be the same. So fixed fee, it's over. My point is, they're still way ahead of the Airbnb or VRBO fees. Yes. Okay, and you could even tack on, you could call the processing fee six, so you take the difference, and you made three percent. Correct. On the listing, you as the as the manager. Yep. Okay. Because why shouldn't you? If you paid twelve hundred fifty dollars for a website, shouldn't you get paid back for that website? I have it built in where I make a forty-four dollar service charge on every booking. Perfect. To the website. So you know, easy math. It's going to take you roughly uh, 40, 50 odd people, and you got your you got your twelve hundred fifty. Yeah. I knew that it, that was the long play, but it's like, why don't I get paid a tiny piece of this? They're coming through a website that I built. It makes no sense. And I, I think forty four is generous. Yeah, I, I think, think that's is, really yeah. generous. So, um, excellent. All right, great information, guys. Hit us up on Instagram, uh, Vacation Rail Insiders. Like and subscribe, all the good things that you always do anyway, or have done already. I'm sure you have. You're all wonderful people, and you're very smart. You've done the smart people things. In the meantime, be the best host you can be and go get that money. Go get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.